Well, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you better now. Way better. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> kind of important. Guys, welcome back to Figuring It Out with Grace and Kaylee. On this week's episode, I am bringing you something interesting, relevant, funny. Kaylee has no idea. We're calling this technology can be a sneaky heartbreak if you let it. Dun, dun, dun. Any idea what we're talking about, Kaylee? No, I have no freaking idea. I was like, let me look over this. And then we decided, no, let's just wait till we get on. And then we could dive deep with my confusing ass. (laughs) So in this week's episode, you can expect to learn a little bit about what's going on in the technology world when it comes to how we communicate, as well as heartbreak and communication. So the theme is all about how and what we are saying. And I look forward to breaking it down with you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Welcome to Figuring It Out with Grace and Kaylee. Together, they're on a journey to explore the interconnectedness of mind, body, and spirit as they unravel the secrets to living a vibrant and balanced life. Enjoy today's episode. I want to start by reminiscing on a moment that is near and dear to my heart and I'll never forget. And it is, in quotations, he did it in a text. Words that recently broke the internet. There are so many iconic breakups that have happened via written form, okay? First one that comes to my mind is Sarah Jessica Parker's character Carrie in Sex and the City and Berger, her boyfriend, in the infamous post-it breakup. He broke up with me in a post-it. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, so now I want to go watch it. Iconic, right? Okay. Second being Sammy and Ron from Jersey Shore, which was inspired by the very eloquent note that Snooki and J-Wow wrote to oh, Sam. Oh, yeah. Ron was making out with girls at bed mm-hmm. in the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, amazing, right? A written form inspired a breakup. Also, side note, have you heard about this weird feud between Wow and Andy Cohen? No. So Wow and Snooki have been on like Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, I think more than one time. But there's always been that whole calling like, Andy Cohen, put Snooki and Wow on Real Housewives of New Jersey because they're New Jersey girls. No. Okay, so Andy Cohen is kind of like, you know, Snooki and Wow are associated with MTV, rightfully so. They had a very successful franchise. Like, I would never try and cross fade them like that. Mm-mm. Anyway, Wow came on an interview recently saying that Andy Cohen scares me and makes me feel insecure. Oh my you, god. No. Do you think no. do you think Andy Cohen is scary or makes would make you feel insecure? I mean, I don't know. I ha- don't have a personal relationship with him, but yet yet. I think that's her own insecurities. I don't know. But, I, but as we know, I don't know anything about this, so <laughs> <laughs> I think that Andy Cohen could make me feel insecure just because of his power, to be honest, and just like you know, even if he came across as nice, I could be kind of like skeptical. Side note, total side tangent. I thought that was interesting. 
But really, the he did it in a text, it all boils down to the most recent news, the bombshell that has been dropped on us, the public, that Justin Timberlake broke up with Britney Spears back in 2002 via a text message. <laughs> and this comes from her new memoir, which I cannot fucking wait to read. <sighs> But if everyone needs me to break it down, back from between 1998 and 2002, I believe the two dated, okay, originally from the Mickey Mouse Club, I think is where the intro happened. So <laughs> let's like really set the scene. If you guys remember, Justin came out saying that Britney Spears had cheated on him with another guy. And at the time, she did an interview, Brittany, with Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer is asking her, like, where are your clothes? And what did you do to Justin? And really, like, villainized Brittany. Yeah. And in hindsight, as we've, like, studied pop culture and how women are portrayed in the media, it was super nasty and gnarly to see the way that Brittany took the heat. And anyway, Brittany now in her memoir is addressing the allegations and she's saying like, yeah, I did make out with this other guy when I heard rumors that Justin had cheated on me. And And then my boyfriend, my boyfriend of over two years, I think like four, broke up with me and a text and it was, and I quote, devastating. Can we take a moment to mourn for Brittany's loss of relationship (laughs) with Justin Timberlake? And although I know they're both happy, I just want to... Let's just take a second because could you imagine being as fucking famous as Britney Spears and having your boyfriend be as famous as Justin Timberlake and then being broken up with in a text for him to then go on and make a music video about all about how you're like a dirty whore. Oh my God, I forgot about that music video. It was a rough time for B. I mean, she's, she's had it rough I mean, for God, a while. She's still going through it. Bless okay. her heart. So all of this to say, you know, it made me kind of humanize Brittany in a different way. Like she's just like one of us. She's been broken up with in the text mm-hmm. message. It's like normal for the guys, gays and girls listening. If you've been broken up with in a text message, so has Brittany fucking Spears. So don't beat yourself down. Love it. Love it. Love it. Kaylee, have you ever broken up with someone through a note or a text? Mm. No. Have you ever been broken up with in a note or a text? No. No. Okay. No. (laughs) I don't think so. But I don't – I didn't date that much. Like, I really didn't. Okay. So – I I got ghosted for sure, but Mm. I never gotten, like, broken up with. I think they just ghosted me. What do you think is worse, being ghosted or being broken up with – via written form probably being ghosted i would agree with that no closure no closure and like do i text them like do i are they dead like what is happening yeah definitely do you ignore them the way that they ignore you which is the answer um Mm -hmm. i i have broken up with someone via a note or a text but caveat never was someone that i was dating for a significant period of time like if i was dating for someone for six months or something i might like text and be like hey it's not working like thanks for the time and your energy yeah um and also i stand by leaving a note i think writing a note is so much more personal it's like the sweetest way to say fuck you to someone 
Um, I was in an on and off again relationship for a while, which was super toxic and unhealthy. And I left a note on their workplace desk (laughs) saying that like, you will never hear from me again. And like, I hate you. And like, please don't call me. And like, naturally, what did he do? He like started blowing up my phone calling me. But I, that leaves me feeling warm and fuzzy. So like, I think if you're going to break someone's heart in the written form, I'm going to go with writing it down. What, what would you say about that? I've never heard that story, so mm-hmm. I was just thinking about why I've never heard that amazing story because I feel like I know who it is. You know and who like, it is. So why haven't you told me this great story? Okay, so that is what I was thinking just then. And what do I think about it? I mean, it's actually kind of nice for the person receiving it because then they can, like, receive it unless it's awkward, like, at your work on your desk or like in a text when you're with a bunch of people. Yeah. But if you're by yourself and you're able to kind of like process it without having to be like, keep cool in this conversation, they don't see your emotions as well. I'm kind of here for it. Is that bad? I know. I agree with you, Kaylee. I'm also going back to your comment about being ghosted. I feel like if you're going to ghost me, the the least you can do is – ghost me and write a letter as to like why you're ghosting me and put it in the USPS. Like give me three to 10 business days for me to receive your letter after you go MIA. So I'm mourning your loss a little bit. I'm confused about where you're going, but I see you're posting on Instagram. So you're clearly not dead. You're just choosing not to speak to me. And then I get your letter that's like, hey, Grace, I just want to let you know that, you know, it's me and it's not you. Right. I feel like that gives me time to mourn and privacy too. And it's like, it's it's feeling the feelings and stages versus all at once, which can be yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. I'm and it would it. inspire my worst behavior. All of this to say, I think Haley and I are agreeing that a written form over a digital form is the way to go. Speaking of digital forms of communication, which is... Sorry, I just dropped my mic if y'all heard it. (laughs) Speaking of digital forms of communication, did you know that AI chatbots can guess your personal information based on what you type? I mean, totally believe. I feel like that's probably been happening for a really long time, but now they have a whole um, program for it. Okay, so she's a witch. She's full of predictions. She knows everything. I can't bring new shit. No, I just feel like, no, they know. We all know that they know. They fucking know. I know that you know that I know that you know. How many times are we sitting there and like. We get ads for the stuff that we want. It's like, okay, we know. I know that they're they listening know. to me. So this is what I, I agree in the sense I know that like my phone apps are running and they're listening to me. Speaking of which, if you haven't watched the Netflix miniseries about Uber and Mark Kaplan, which was the CEO and co-founder of Uber, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays it. And it's amazing. All of which to say at the very beginning, they got in a lot of trouble because they wrote code into their app, which would allow the app Uber to continue to run after it's been closed. So they were spying on their drivers and like, you know, stealing information, all that. So yeah, definitely happening. But what I thought was interesting about this is have you used Kaylee chat GPT or an AI like Bought till it combo. Are you okay? 
dude you cannot be eating during i'm on i'm on prep i'm so fucking hungry grace you don't even understand she's like shoving egg whites into her mouth it's not egg whites it's rice cakes i'm it's high carb day bitch i'm so hungry i trained all morning like train clients all morning i still have to train myself and my um my microphone keeps falling okay what was the question i forgot I what I found interesting was are, have you ever used like chat GPT or an AI bot? Yes. Okay. So when you talk to it, what kind of questions are you asking? It's basically questions that I've been Googling, which leads me to prove my point even more. When we're Googling, they're tracking us. Like they're tracking what we're looking up. So it's, I feel it's the same, but in a different form and maybe a little bit, it gives us more of more detail into the question. Yeah, I, you're right. But I didn't realize like when I'm asking chat GPT conversation, like, can you plan me a trip to Costa Rica for a week in December? Mm-hmm. Um, can you rephrase the sentence and make it shorter? Can you check for grammar? Those kind of things. Apparently from like very mundane conversations or day-to-day assistance, the algorithm, like we talked about, is programmed to predict sensitive information such as your race, location, occupation, and more like personal data, which I really didn't think for me asking like, hey, where can I go on vacation for less than $500? They're going to be able to understand all that information about me. And I'm sure it's based off of like how much you're using it and like how often you're having conversations. But basically it works because these AI models, the power, these bots, they're fed huge amount of data scraped from the web. So they're super sensitive to like patterns of language. So how you type and what you say, they can predict where you're at in the country or where you're at in the world based off of your dialect. Like they can start to pick up on little nuances. And I find that um, super scary. Yeah. Explain. (laughs) Explain why do you think it's scary? Because Kaylee kind of mentioned it, but it's data harvesting. So what big companies like this do is they collect all of this data and then they sell data to advertisers or to other data mining companies. And then those advertisers specialize their ads to try and target you for their product. But basically all of your information is floating in the, in the cyber web of the world Mm -hmm. and can be used in very negative ways, which is like, Ooh, Ooh. So what are, wait, But what are the negative ways? I mean, essentially, imagine someone like a hacker had all this information about you and could break into your bank accounts and steal your fucking assets or, you know, stalkers can fucking find you and figure out where you live and what you're doing. And we're providing, you know, the Internet are all of these tools that we use on our phones or online, all of this information and our information gets in the wrong hands we are subject to like cyber attacks. I mean, one of the scariest things that could potentially happen to our economy is is if our grids go down. Because if you think about it, we have credit cards, debit cards. That's how we operate. We can use our phone to pay. So imagine all of those systems are down. We were hacked. Everything is shut down. Someone broke in and either stole your money or you just can't use it. Then imagine trying to shop for goods. How does that work? 
places, stores don't have cash, you don't have cash, it just kind of becomes chaotic. And people right. have written a lot of books about, you know, the the scary, uh, <laughs> the scary possibilities of what that would look like. But what I would like to say is, since the movie came out, uh, I, Robot, it is a cinematic classic from Will Smith, okay, where basically humans are at war with the bad robots. That has been a fear for me since I was a wee little girl. And as we continue to develop these kinds of technology, what is so true and remains consistent is that our legislation legislative system moves much slower than technology does so by the time that technology is used for the good or evil versus good that's when lawmakers are like we gotta do something about this and they come right. together and they're little fucking forums and they're hosting all these questions and you can tell these elected officials are so fucking ancient that they have no idea what they're even yeah. asking to these tech companies. And then years go by and we finally build policy around something that's existed. But that thing that's existed is already blown up and it's turned into something else entirely. So like, it's just too slow to keep mm -hmm. up with how we regulate technology. That was a rant. I didn't think I was no, going to go down. No, I loved it. Thank you for breaking that down because, guys, my favorite thing to do with Grace is to pick this little bitch's brain because <laughs> I feel like you have such great ass knowledge that needs to be heard. And thank you for breaking that down because it makes sense. AI is good, but AI can be bad. So how do we kind of protect ourselves with this? Because – it does have some good qualities, right? A million percent. I mean, w w things aren't only created and adopted by public because it's useful to us. You know, we're not going to continue to use something that we don't love or want. So ways to protect yourself was a great question. This, uh, this company that collected this information and wrote an article about it reached out to a couple big chatbot companies like OpenAI, Google, and Meta. And OpenAI responded with saying that they delete personal information surfaced by its systems. Another company said, review our privacy policy, which states that we don't harvest or sell personal information at all. Google and Meta didn't respond, but I can speak to the fact that they're under very strict harvesting laws. So how they collect and how they store and how long they're allowed to keep your data is regulated. But I mean, shit happens. Leaks happen, you know, breaches in data. So if there's an option for whatever you're logging on to, that's like, can we track your data? Like, just choose no. Don't track my data. I mean, I know I love a good sponsored ad, but like... Bitch, you can go find that mop. You don't have to be targeted, okay? Like, right. you'll be able to shop. Another thing is just be mindful with what you're putting on the internet in general. I know I am, you know, super active on Instagram and I love tagging things. And I think just being weary that whatever you share is is accessible to anyone. And when it comes to, like, signing up for things online, like most websites or like build a username and do all this if you don't have to if it's somewhere you're not shopping all the time if there's no benefit to you like a coupon or anything just check out as a guest just limit your exposure to different platforms online because you're basically it's like having sex with the internet okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so so 
they always used to say as we were growing up as a child and and a good uh a christian youth group it's like for every person you have sex with you're gifting them um a piece of your, your flower your flower your heart your soul and you don't want to shatter your soul so many times by giving it to so many people it's like having sex on the internet like how many people do you want in, in all your business you know because you're, right. you're gifting it to everyone like should we be a little more selective so that's a good mm-hmm. metaphor to live by i think i love that i love that use a condom use a condom be protected be protected, be protected. <laughs> what do you 20- what do you think about all of that kaylee do you feel like you're pretty safe on the internet yeah, I mean, I feel like I am just the most safe on the fucking internet. No, I mean, I don't fucking know. Maybe I should be more mindful, I feel like. Um, it's scary. It is scary. To, Are you scary. afraid of robots like I am, or do you feel like you have a less intense no, fear? I think you're more scared than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fair. But no, I mean, I'm aware of you know, what grace broke down and I just, I stay off the news and I stay off everything that it kind of uh, feeds me, you know, but we should all fucking be wearing a condom on the internet, I guess. We should all be wearing a condom on the internet. If that's not the takeaway from today's lesson, I don't know what it is, but we figured it out. Use protection, maybe even double, double wrap it. I don't know. Double wrap. Sometimes it's better safe than fucking sorry. Okay. Also, I'd like to encourage everyone because I was really inspired to write a letter after I thought about what we're going to figure out on today's episode. So like no one, uh, it's underestimated or undervalued how amazing it feels to like open your mail and it not be junk or a bill and it be like Uh a, a written letter from someone you love just to like say hi. So I don't know, Kaylee, maybe I'll send you a card. Yeah. And thank you cards are just not even a thing anymore they're not like for parties you know i have seven billion kids so then i get all these like older people get very mad at me when i don't send thank you cards and so maybe we can start sending thank you cards in the mail as well i'm also here to support like, the usps the un- stay away from ai starting yeah. fucking cards <laughs> there you go you guys we figured it out this week Fuck AI, write a handwritten letter, wear your condom on the internet. Yes. Thank you, Kaylee, for today's news blast, for joining me with how we communicate and how that affects us. I hope you have figured out any takeaway of how to live a smarter, happier, healthier life. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Figuring It Out with Grace and Kaylee podcast. You're officially one step closer to becoming your best self. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode and share it with someone who needs to hear it. For more information or to connect with your hosts, check them out on social media at Figuring It Out GK Podcast. We'll see you next time.